Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, The Saturday Manager, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the next edition of the Saturday Manager. I'm Jim Kenny, Red Velvet Reserves Manager. Hello and welcome. I hope you've all had a good week. Um, all got your games in last week. Um, enjoyed it. Come through it without no injuries. Hopefully, uh, well, at least half of you uh, got the result that you you wanted. Um and uh, enjoyed it. So this week we're going to move straight on to Red Velvet Reserves uh, game against Farnborough. A strange one, the way the league's um, fixtures have had to come out. Uh, we only recently played Farnborough away uh about three, four weeks ago. Um, so the turnaround was quite quick for this uh, for this game. Um, a cracking game. Uh, we won it 4-3. Um, chances either end. Uh, we've saved a penalty um, at a very, very, very crucial time in the game. Um, since then, Farmer have had some really good results. Um winning especially the week before uh, 7-0 so they're no, they're no mugs at all um, when they've got a full, full squad out uh, they can play football um, so really interesting game especially for the turnaround being so quick yet again um, done all the prep for the week, got the squad picked really early. Uh, had some made some decisions this week of uh, letting people down, um, or not letting people down, dropping people um, to let other people have an opportunity. Especially as uh, the last few weeks, we've just had a bare eleven, so. Tried to freshen it up a little bit. Um, we haven't got a massive squad, um, even though yes, we have got an A team. I've tried to keep the squad um, as tight as possible, um, hoping that we can get some sort of rhythm going. Um, but obviously, the last few weeks with no shows and work commitments and illnesses, it's been very very hard to do. But again, happy with the squad. On paper, looked really strong. Had options um, on different ways I could have set up to play this game. And um, in actual fact, it was nice to have a couple of subs. Um, had one no-show, which obviously I wanted to have three subs on the bench, ended up with two. Uh, so that's not ideal, but 
we had options from off the bench as well. Um, had a strong bench, uh, two normal starters because of the, the shape that I was going to play. Um, and obviously one of them wasn't 100%. So um, obviously they, they, they went on the bench to uh, give me something to come off the bench with. So... Um, so it changed the shape a little bit. Um, and we, we started with a 4 3 3. Farmer was very good coming down through the middle, trying to play through the middle uh, when we played against them. So um, I tried to get the three of midfield to come as tight and as narrow as possible. Um, let the fullbacks deal with. Uh, the overflow on the wings, um, and yeah, tried to win the battle in that middle, um, and then had three up top to hopefully be able to counter attack um, and put pressure on them. Um, obviously, having a three up top pushing the t their fullbacks, um, pinning them back, not letting them get up too much, um, so that would help the pressure. On the fullbacks with them coming forwards as well. Um, early kickoff. Well, we had a, a very good warm up again. Um, slightly confused a little bit as uh, it was our last home game before um, before um, this weekend. Um, and obviously, uh, the eleventh fell between the two games, so I, I asked the referee if we could have a a minute silence. Um, so, um, which we didn't have, which was quite strange. Um, the referee actually said to me, "I should have asked him earlier. We haven't got time now." Um, I did say just one minute uh, instead of two, but we wasn't allowed to. Um, I could have asked him earlier, yes. Um, but when you go to the referee's room to give him a team sheet um, and a match ball and there's no ref in there, it's hard to communicate. Um, until you see the referee coming onto the pitch. So, yeah, slightly annoyed about that. Not going to lie. Um, nevertheless, we kick off. And the game is how I expected it to be. Um, Farnborough really up for the game. Uh, we started really well. Had a couple of um, opportunities. Um not really testing the keeper. Keeper made a couple of good saves, like handling well, handled uh, the ball really well. Um, and for about five, ten minutes, it was a bit of a stalemate sort of game. Um, they had a couple of half chances, nothing really threatening. Um, we slowly got to grips with, with the shape, uh, but, but not as not as well as what I wanted us to uh, to do, um, 
and then we had a we, we had a golden opportunity um and we really got to start taking taking chances the last last few weeks we've made so many opportunities we should have should be scoring a hatful but um we didn't take it and um they played the ball out <clears throat> not the ball forwards um and their striker um finished the ball really well uh took the goal well um my back four asked me if, if it was offside and it was close but it wasn't and maybe i'm a bit naive in football because like a few of them said i should have stuck the flag up it was that close i would have got away with having an offside um but that's that's not me um I try my hardest to be as honest as I can when I'm running the line. And he was onside. Took it very, very well. Um, 1-0 Farnborough. After that, a few things really frustrated me. Um, there was a couple of very, very, very similar tackles. Um, really close to each other. Uh and one was against us and the ref says no within a minute he's not on the exact tackle same angle the ref blows um <clears throat> nearly in the same same position as well um our, our tackle he said no to was on the right hand side um was was their left back uh, right right forward um, and then our tackle was our, my left back so uh, their right midfielder and he gives it and you start scratching your head and you ask the question you don't get no response um, then the ball goes out of play for our throw in um, our left back got a very good throw he's had five throw-ins down down the left um it's obvious he's taken all the throws um from where it was he could hit the box quite easily um my player gets the ball from if anyone knows elton town main pitch you've got the rail rail going around the pitch by the dugouts and there's bushes he gets the ball from there he walks He's got, basically, he's got one foot onto the pitch. So he's walked onto the pitch. He's thrown the ball. Yes, the ball's gone over his head as he's walking. So one foot's in the air, one foot's on the pitch to my left back. My left back catches the ball. Farnborough know that he's going to take the throw in. Right. My, my player goes, to run towards the box because he's just through, got the ball for him and he knows he's going to launch into the box to hear the whistle blow. And he says, handball. And now I'm baffled. So 
I'm up by the halfway line anyway by the dugouts. And I generally say to him, worst case scenario is it's a foul throw. And there's lots of different things. The ball didn't go completely over his head. Uh, one foot, because he was walking, wasn't on the floor. His other foot was on the pitch. And I got told, shut up, I've made my decision. This is bread and butter. This this is this is disgraceful. Farmer aren't going to moan about it. Of course they're not going to moan about it. Fair play to him. I wouldn't moan about it if it happened the other way. Um, you're going to take the free kick. But when you're horribly wrong by that much, I, it's a disgrace. Um, what happened next? <sighs> Talking about a disgrace. Um, they didn't score from that free kick. Um, but just a couple of minutes later, um, they broke away. Uh, bit of a lump forwards. My my centre half massively in control, um, and instead of clearing the ball or playing it back to my goalkeeper to clear the ball, um, he thinks that the ball's going to roll out of play. It's never going to roll out of play. Um, the ball stops before it goes out of play. So then he's stuck. So he's trying to guard the ball. Um, their strike right on him. Fair play. Didn't foul him. Nicked it. Crossed the ball over. Right backs tried to clear it. Um, sliding in. Um, doesn't really get... Well, he gets contact on a bit. But doesn't. the ball doesn't go nowhere. Easy goal for him. 2-0. Um, see, I'm now thinking, okay, we've been hit a couple of times with a long ball. One of their players is just dropping in between the lines from the midfield and defence, picking the ball up and then he's starting to spray it. So I change the shape slightly, try and make it into a diamond um, in midfield just to try and rectify that. So I just dropped one of the forwards down a little bit and then spread um, two of the midfielders out to create that diamond. Um, which obviously sent confusion into the midfield. Um, and we didn't really start playing football again um, because they had another chance and then another chance and then another chance and we dealt with them all. Uh, but Farnborough is a better team by this point in the game. We then concede a very, very, very soft free kick. Now, me personally, I always say to myself, when people go, that's soft, and I always will turn around and go, soft still means a free kick. But... <laughs> When a ball goes up in the air and your defenders being tugged so can't move, 
then still tries to defend the ball, there's going to be contact. Um, foreign player, very, very clever. Holding, holding the shirt. Um, he can't move. My defenders tried to make, um, tried to make contact with the ball. Um, farmer player goes down, doesn't even attempt to go for the ball. Free kick. Um, ball goes into the box with no quality whatsoever. Um, and I can say that because the lad who was taking the free kick was pointing in a different direction. Um, ends up hitting the six yard six yard box. I'm now expecting my goalkeeper to come and claim it. Um, and I look and I see him straight on the line calling away away. If he goes if he goes and claims that it's seventy thirty in his favour. Um ball bounces in the area in the six yard area. They're first to react. Bang. Half time. 3 0 down. Whistle goes. Time to regroup. But before that, I go up to the referee. And I go up to the referee to talk to the referee. Which I do at first. And we've we've touched about abuse to referees um, in previous podcasts and stuff like that. But I started off with there was an offside, and their club linesman, and he's in his right to put his flag up a few times at very close decisions, um, and gets gets an offside. Fine, he's played the game. Streetwise, happy. This is where I need to probably be a little bit, uh, bit sharper when I run the line because I see it week in week out when club linos do it. But this one opportunity, my striker runs through the gap of their two centre halves. The ball goes through. They have, they haven't appealed for an offside. Their lino hasn't put the flag up. Because he's run from deep. Bang. On the whistle. What have you seen? From his view, it was it, it was offside. But follow the passage of play. That's all I asked. They haven't they haven't asked for it. They've carried on playing. They know it's not offside. The linesman hasn't flagged for it because he knows he's run from deep. What have you what have you seen that makes him offside? My opinion. Okay, fine. Okay. The throwing. How have you got to that decision? He thought that he threw it into him. I mean, but I've told you. That his foot weren't on the floor, his other foot's on the pitch, not just on the line, because if it's just on the line, it's throwing. I get that. It's on the pitch, so it's a foul throw. 
my decision's final. And I asked him about another thing, and this is this is this is the one. He then says to me, I am a qualified referee. I know the rules of the game. Maybe you don't. Excuse me? With all due respect, you're one of two things. You're an experienced referee who doesn't love the game anymore or you're a new referee. And the reason why I'm saying this is because you're standing there and if you're an old referee, you can't even bother what you look like and you haven't even got your county badge ironed onto your top. Or you're a new one, you haven't even had it done to you and maybe you need educating a little bit more. And also, as I'm on the point to it, it's the laws of the game, not the rules of the game. That's when he sends me off from, run, from running the line. Give me a new line out, he says. Fine. And then I lost it. Because we talk about abuse to referees all day long. And I'm totally against it. And they go out there and they do the best they can. But when you're spoken to like a child, when all you're doing is talking to them, and when you're told you don't know the laws of the game, even though he said rules of the game, when he doesn't know that I'm a qualified referee and I do it every Sunday, he doesn't know me at all, right, when he speaks to me like that, right, I'm a human being. If I'm spoken to in the in the real world away from football, I'm going to bite. And I did bite. And... Yeah, I went over the top. But where's the accountability of the referee? I didn't go over there aggressively at first. I was upset with his decisions. But I didn't go over there aggressively. One man changed the whole atmosphere of the halftime conversation with him. And that was him. And I did throw throw the flag on the floor and said, you can have your effing flag. And then walked back to my team. And I did my team talk. One of my subs did the line, the second half. My players are now upset with me. Yeah, for losing it. Because now he's, he's going to give nothing to us. What do you always say, Jim? Don't lose it with the refs. You get nothing. Contradicting myself massively because of his actions. So I say my team talk and I go completely away, clear my head. Some of the Rustlers boys was there. They, they didn't have a game. I lose it with them because I've still got the red mist. I need to get away and I just need some time on my own. And I get on with the Rustlers boys. 
but they could have been trying to give me a million pound and I would have told them where to go. I needed that five, ten minutes just on my own. I cleared it up with Russ's um, lads afterwards. I was like, I apologise to them. They apologise to me. We're sweet. I'm now calm. Heads back on football. And we're on top now. Playing some good stuff. Farm Bros, they kept their shape. They kept on doing what they wanted. Their game plan was, and they was they was playing well, but without the ball. Um, so I've got to give them credit to that. Um, but when they did have the ball, they were still making opportunities because we was pushing, pushing, pushing. Um, and in the second half, my goalkeeper made probably two or three very good saves. But we get a goal back. 3-1. And then we get a second one back. I'm looking at the time. We've made a couple of substitutions. Um, they had a couple of like injuries with, I think one was cramp, which was, was crap. It wasn't even time wasting. I generally think he had cramp. Uh, one was a knock. So I look at the time and I think, right, lovely. Six minutes to go. Plus there's got to be a few minutes injury time. We've got nine minutes. We're massively on top. And we're going to score. We're going to equalise. Literally. 30 seconds after thinking that. Full-time whistle goes. And... This time I haven't entered the pitch. I've stood exactly where I was. All right. We've still a minimum, minimum of six minutes, let alone time for substitutions, times for injuries. And he pointed at his wrist to his watch and he, and he goes like this to one of the players... And that's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Um, because of my actions at half-time, we had the full quota. In actual fact, we went over half-time. Um, but you have to play the 45. You have to play the game how it, how it set out. Um, really disappointed. Not disappointed with Farnborough at all. Um, a couple of things were said, um, but that's just that's just football. Um, and there was no nastiness, no malice, or nothing like that. Um, there was no no swearing or nothing. It was it, it was just like throughout the ninety minutes. Um, then then number four knew that I was upset at one point, um, oh, and I bit at him. I was like, "Oh, you've done me again." Do you know what I mean? You've gone fishing, blah blah blah. Oh, you've got me going. Right, that's that's all fine. Um, and if we could take our chances 
Uh, it's and even if they scored in the second half, like the the two goals which my goalkeeper made two really good saves on, we we still walk away with three points, um, winning probably the game ten five. But unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Um, over the course of uh, ninety minutes, well, not even ninety minutes. Um, I think in possession we was probably the better team. Out of possession, Farnborough done a job on us. Um, their shape was good. Um, their their willingness to work for each other was good. Um, and and I, I can't really say too much more apart from the result hurts. But my anger goes out to the official this week massively. Um, in the last few weeks, I've, I've, just, I've said the last few weeks ago, that we haven't had the good standard of refereeing. Uh, and I stand by it. And people might think, well, why don't you go and referee if, you, if you're much better? I'm not much better. I promise you, I will go onto a football pitch and I'll referee a game or I'll go on the line of a game and I'll make mistakes. I know I will. But what I don't do is cut a game short by nearly 10 minutes. What I don't do is act so arrogant, right, that I don't speak to anyone. Or when I do speak to them, I talk to them like I'm a head teacher and... They're a naughty little schoolboy. What I do do is be honest to myself and honest with every player on the football pitch. And if I make a mistake, I might not say it straight away there. But by the end, at the end of the game, I'm man enough, I'm big enough to accept I've made a mistake. And for him to not even accept my apology, because I apologised, um, after the game and walked straight past me, is very poor, because you're still an official. At the end of the day, you're an official, you're representing yourself the league um, the FA and you can't even accept an apology from in my behalf yeah I shouldn't have I, I shouldn't have reacted the way I was and I apologize for that didn't get accepted oh you know what I probably would have respected more if he turned around and went, don't accept your apology, player or manager, and then walked off. But just to ignore me completely is wrong. Um, congratulations, Farnborough, winning the game 3-2. Um, good luck to the rest of the season. Um, you didn't have a full squad um, on Saturday. You had a, you had a very strong 11, but um, 
but you didn't have a full squad. Um, when you get a full squad in with with subs, you'll you'll do well um, this season. You'll take points off teams, hundred percent. Okay. Next, we move on to last week's predictions in the Premier League. I picked out Agenda versus Old Roan. I predicted 3 3. Thought it was going to be a cracker. Um, didn't think Old Roan would have it as easy as what they have had in other games. Um, and I was correct. It wasn't 3 3, but Agenda come out on top with a 3 2 win. So an amazing result there for Agenda. Um, well done to them. Um, obviously, Red Velvet versus. Uh, Farnborough, I had down as a 2-2 draw. Uh, Farnborough said, well done to them. They get a 3-2 win. In the Kent Cup, um, I had Greencourt versus Elton Town. Um, I had a 3-0 win for Elton Town. Unfortunately, uh, that game didn't go ahead. I believe that Elton Town had to play their London Cup game, which was postponed the week before. Um, not hundred percent sure who they played against, but um, they end up winning eleven one, I believe. Um, and even our old mate, uh, Ev, got on got on for the last five minutes. I think that's the first time he's played football in about ten years. So, um, well done to them. Uh, Division two. Um. Crofton versus Westminster Bank. Um, I said before, Crofton would be a funny side, but when they do play, they get results. And uh, last few weeks, they've been doing all right. Uh, went with a 1-0 one, one win. Got that spot on. Um, then Farnborough versus uh, Chelsfield. I thought it would be a good, good game as well. A um, bit like the agenda old round game. Uh, Farnborough and Chelsea, they know each other. They know each other's... Um, some of them played for Farnborough. Um, so they know each other really, really well. But I did predict a 3-2 win for Farnborough. And uh, oh, this was a cup game and ended up at 2-2 uh, after 90 minutes. And Chelsea uh, won on penalties. So that looked like an absolute storming game. Um, so well done Chelsea, on to the next round um, and good luck to that um, and the last game that I looked at was Red Velvet A's versus Green Court Reserves <laughs> um, can't talk too much about this one because um, I was having my own problems with my own game but I predicted a 3-1 win uh, they lost 2-0 and um, Obviously not the best performance um, in terms of results. From what I've been told, they, they did play well um, and probably deserved a lot more out of that game. Um, and that's all I'm going to say on that one. On to this week's um, predictions. I picked out Agenda versus South Dulwich. Um, again, another cracking game um, in the Prem. I could pick any game in that Prem at the moment, and they're all crackers. 
Um, I'm going to go with Agenda, because Agenda are going to be so upbeat, but they can concede. And South Dulwich have got good, good... Um, I reckon it'll be a tight 1-1. One, one. Um, Division 1, and also game to watch this week, for me, uh, is Groundhoppers versus Rustlers. Now, this game... Rustlers, uh, ground officers have been informed. Rustlers have let themselves down, um, talking to their own players, but they are getting. Oh. So difficult, so difficult. Um, I think we will get a 2 3. Uh, to rustlers, yeah, free, free to away win rustlers. Division two, uh, Lewisham Project versus Crofton. Looking at Crofton again, as I say they've seemed to be uh, getting some form. Um, looking at their results, um, Lewisham Project have had some great results over the last month or so. Um, but I just think Crofton, I know they're away, they're just going to carry it on again. Um, and I think 2 0. In Division 3, Elton Eagles, <clears throat> very good footballing team on their day against Bexley Heath Lions, who we played in the Cup a couple of weeks ago. Um, so, this should not be a Division 3 game. Um, both teams are very good. Um, both teams should be easily Div 1, um, in my eyes. But after seeing... Bexley Heath against us and if they've got their full strength squad out it's a big if but if they have got a full squad I believe that they will win 3-1 okay um, we haven't got a game this week um, so Obviously, the A's will be playing against... Um, they're away to Stanfield. Uh, Stansfield. Um, they've played them already in a very good game. So, that should be a good game. Um, we booked the week the, this week off um, a few months ago. Um, there's about eight of our players are away this week. So, um, so, all eyes will be on the A's this week. Good luck to them. Hopefully, that'll be a good game. Um, last thing, normally I chuck a, a little curveball of something in just at the end. Um, and this week, the unfortunate um, injury to our goalkeeper. Um, he played on Sundays um, for People's FC. I believe it was a cup game, um, which they won on penalties. He saved... Saved two penalties, I believe. And on the last penalty, which he saved, he must have fell awkwardly and broke his collarbone. Um, so, wishing him a speedy recovery. And hopefully um, he gets gets back playing soon. Well, I say soon. Um, it's going to be early next year. Um, he messaged me. So, 
it's unfortunate for us. Um, I mean, you can have a moan about about him playing on sat on Sundays, but he's under no contract. He pays to play. Um, it's frustrating, yes, but I'm sure I'm not in the own boat for that. For pe- people losing players because uh, they play with their friends um, on a Sunday. So, get well soon. Hopefully he comes back. Um, and obviously, well done on saving three penalties in the game. But massive loss to us, that is. Um, and uh, obviously, we're looking to uh, sign a goalkeeper as soon as possible um, to see us until he gets back or, or to if he performs, put pressure on. Um, even getting back into the team. And there's not a lot of goalkeepers out there at the moment, so that might be quite hard. But, yep. Guys, been an interesting week this week. Um, Last thoughts, what I will say uh, about my moan about our game. The league did reply to one of my tweets and said that I did the right thing. Uh, Wait until half-time to speak to the, um, the official but maybe I'd like to speak to um, the league in the week. Um, hopefully this happens um, as reports go in about players and managers. Um, and I don't want the referee disciplined. I just want him educated. And I said that a few weeks ago. We need to educate referees a little bit more. Um I'd rather a referee be poor and showed his personality than be very poor and, I don't know, stuck up his own jacksie. But, um, yeah, I'm sure I'll let you know how the conversation with the league goes um, once I do have it. Listen, guys, if you're playing this weekend, um, any grassroots football at all, Stay safe. I've been Jim Kenny, this is Saturday Manager. Take care. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.